And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show, always helping you win in any marketplace. Save our hotline number at some point. You may need it, 813-917-1894. Just call or text that line. It's an off-air number, 813-917-1894. We'd love to help you win no matter what you're facing. See, we want you to think about this show as the hub of your financial, your business, your real estate, uh, You know, all those different spokes extending out from the center of that wheel. And we can put you in touch with an attorney, a CPA, a financial advisor, tech expert, self-defense experts, uh, so many different ways that we help you here on the program, but it's up to you to reach out and engage us. And if you do, you're supporting the local economy, 813-917-1894, consumerqb.com. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors. We'd like to feature our real estate listings live on air as well. We help our sellers profit more and sell faster uh, by featuring them live on air, 80 outlets worldwide, thousands of people every day listening to this program. 5014 Pompano Drive, this is a waterfront beauty up in Gulf Harbors. This is off of 19 Newport Ritchie area, 1,700 square feet, three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, waterfront home with bay access. You've got a private dock, deep and wide canal, updated kitchen, huge lot. Of course, you've got your own private pool, covered porch, circular driveway, private community beach, community clubhouse with boat ramps, 5014 Pompano Drive and Newport Ritchie. And you've got bay access there. You can see all of our real estate listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This is God's country. And we are going to go to the phone lines. we got attorney Milia Thanison on the line. We're going to talk about should you call the police when in an accident? What are the procedures there? Uh, but before we do, I want to introduce our friend Alex Lima here in studio Black Belt Fitness, welcome in. Always a pleasure, man. How you doing? Yes, sir. Awesome. Things are great. Blessed and highly favored, I always, always say. Always. Yes, sir. Give us a little teaser what you want to talk about today. Uh, lots of things. We talk about some self-defense, talk about some fitness, obviously, like we usually do. Uh, have a pretty interesting uh, tidbit of information about some uh, upcoming like grappling events that are coming on. Some pretty big things for the sport of uh, martial arts in general. Some unheard of uh, nice. sponsorships and things like that. So Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And then uh, you've got these UFC fights mixed with kind of like the WWF or WWE with these these other guys that aren't really known as fighters, but they got into the fight game and, you know, kind of financial or uh, entertainers more so than fighters, right? It's all entertainment. Yeah. It's all entertainment. Yeah. yeah. But they're drawing millions. Lots of money. A lot of people. Lots a lot of, of people watching. A lot of money flowing. Mm-hmm. All right. More with Alex Lima coming up. We're going to go to the phone lines now. We've got attorney Millie Athanason, law offices of Millicent Athanason. Uh, and Millie, great topic for today uh, in the personal or the uh, the uh, personal injury space, auto accidents. Should you call the police or not? What's your rules of thumb there? Well, believe it or not, Florida actually has a law dictating when you should or must call the police. Um, under Florida statute 316.065, drivers actually have a legal obligation to report car accidents under certain circumstances, which include if there's been any injuries involved, someone was killed, or the property damage exceeds $500, which if you've ever been in a car accident or had any damage to your car, 
it's it's very little damage that's needed to make, bring your property damage bill up to five hundred dollars. Yeah, especially uh, nowadays. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's just crazy. Um, and so, if, if if under those circumstances you fail to report a, a crash, they can issue you a traffic citation for failure to report the crash. Now, if there are no injuries or the property damage is less than $500, then there is a self-reporting form that you can use. But 911, calling 911 to report the accident kind of takes the burden off of you from determining whether or not there's property damage that exceeds $500. And also, too, when you're involved in an accident, you have a, a duty to render aid to people that are, are involved in the accident with you. So by calling 911, it kind of, again, takes that duty to render aid in an accident off of you and transfers it over to the authorities. Um, and I, I think it, it's crucial. There's, I think there's many reasons why you should call 911. Um, Number one, when you go up to approach other drivers, another driver can be hostile, especially like in this day and age, people just seem to be very intolerant and more angry than than it has been in past years. So, you know, going up to somebody's car after an accident and approaching them, you don't know who's going to be sitting in that vehicle or if they have weapons or, or what's going on. Again, yeah. calling the authorities kind of it, it safeguards you. You know, um, the other thing is that when you call the police, the police will conduct their own investigation to help determine who's at fault. And they also take witness statements, and those can be helpful later to you um, in the event that, you know, we do have to pursue a claim or we do have to file a lawsuit or anything like that having this documented evidence as to what happened at the moment or time of the accident is very, very helpful. A lot of times, too, police will take, will conduct further investigations and take photographs and measure skid marks, and these are very helpful, too, because most of us, we all have cell phones that we're riding around with. And sure, we can take pictures of the property damage and stuff like that. But a lot of times, as, as individual lay people who are just involved in an accident, we're not going to have a measuring tape handy in our vehicle and run out and go measure skid marks. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and so I think, you know, calling the police obviously safeguards you because if it is a serious accident, then that will be something, you know, important to have for you. Um, I've many times ordered uh, police photographs from a, a car accident. So I, I think that's wonderful if you do call the police. It's let me, also let me helpful. ask you something, Millie, on that topic. So when you do, do you call the police first or do you call your own private attorney first? You should call 911 because you're – yeah, your first duty, of course, is you've got to make sure that everybody is safe. So, uh, you know, if if the car is in the way of traffic and you can move it to the side of the road, you should move it to the side of the road. Um, obviously, if it's not drivable or movable, then you have no choice. You can't do anything about it. But, yes, call 911. You can certainly call your attorney 
um, from the scene of the accident, that that's okay too. But calling 911 is what clears your duty of reporting the accident. Calling your attorney is not the same as reporting your accident to the authorities. Yeah. Yeah. If you just joined us, by the way, we're talking with uh, attorney Millie Athanason here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, law offices of Millicent Athanason here on the program, a longtime friend of the show, personal injury law, family law, elder law, and today we're talking about if you get into an accident, what procedures you should take, what are some of the safeguards to protect yourself, uh, both you know personally, uh, physically, and then also legally. Uh, you have a obligation to contact uh, law enforcement if there is an injury, uh, killed, someone's killed, or if there's over a five hundred dollar uh, threshold, which seems extremely low to me, uh, Millie. <laughs> It really is. As I said, it's, it's hardly anything to rack up a $500 bill at the repair shop. So, you know, that's why I say when in doubt, just call 911. Now, a lot of people get nervous because they think to themselves, well, um, if I say something to the police officer, is that going to be used against me later? Well, there's an accident report privilege, which is under Florida Statute 316.066, which says that no statement that you make to a police officer for the purpose of completing an accident report can be used against you later in either a civil or criminal trial. And, and that law exists to actually encourage honesty in, in reporting and investigating crash investigations so that the police can actually figure out what happened. However, if, if there is, if it's going to turn into a criminal investigation, for example, you know, there's a DUI suspicion or something like that, then the police officer has a duty to advise that it's turned into an investigation for a criminal matter and they have to read you Miranda rights. So that's the, the distinction. But otherwise, you know, just reporting honestly what happened in the accident that's okay to to do and, and is encouraged for you to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think and then real quick too, like if you're, if you're put yourself in a position where you went to dinner, maybe you had that third glass of wine that you shouldn't have, or you're not sure. What, what's your thoughts about whether you blow uh, and you, you consent to that test or the, you know, the alcohol, blood alcohol test, or do you not? Is there a certain rule of thumb or a line that you would say? You know, I've heard it on both sides of the fence, and I'm not a criminal defense lawyer by any stretch of the imagination, but I do know that there's an automatic penalty imposed if you fail to to blow when you're requested to do so. But I think that question would be best deferred to a criminal defense attorney. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a civil litigator. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, so that's a good point then. Uh, so we're talking with Millie Athanason here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Um, personal injury law, family law, elder law, what other tips do you have for us, Millie? Well, as I said, you know, the, the, the main thing is, is to protect your rights when you're involved in an automobile accident. Um, many people think, oh, well, you know, it's just a fender bender. I don't need to call the, the police. You know, and I always tell people, Cars are built to withstand impact. People are not. Right. Okay? So when something hits you from behind or hits you from the side, while your car may not look that bad, 
you're going to hurt after a while. And a lot of times when you first have that impact or point of injury, it can take a couple of days for the pain to really kick in because when when the accident or the impact first happens, you know, you've got that adrenaline going and, and you've got these other things in your head and you're not thinking about the injury. Um, so having said that, if, you know, I think it's a good idea to make a report of the accident to the authorities because, you know, chances are a few days later you're going to really hurt bad and then you're going to wish you had done that. Right. Um, the, the other thing I can tell you is people like to change their tune. So mm-hmm. if you're at the accident scene and the person says, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Here's my insurance information. Let's not call the police. And then you go to report it to the insurance company, and they've called their insurance company, and they have, they're have they singing a whole new tune. Oh, yeah. I've seen that happen. <laughs> yeah. So whereas if you've reported the accident to the police, it's already documented that they admitted fault or what have you. Exactly. So, so I think there's another good reason. You know, it's amazing what people do, but they get scared. So they'll, excuse me, they'll change their stories a lot of times. That's right. Yep. They're coached. They're coached by their attorney to, you know, take whatever steps necessary to, to limit their exposure and to limit their uh, insurance company's exposure. So, so yeah, that's a, that's a great tip there uh, as well, Millie. Yes. And then another thing too, and I think we were talking about this a little earlier, um, when you've got a multiple car accident, you know, everybody can have a different version of the facts as to what happened. Okay. Right. So I think it's another good reason. I mean, obviously, you're going to have more than $500 in property damage if you have, let's say, four or five cars piled up. But it should be reported because you may have four or five different accounts as to what actually happened. Or maybe one of the, the victims saw something that the other people didn't because they were they were positioned in a different place in the pileup. So... Again, these are all reasons why you want to call the police and make the report. Um, a lot of people complain. I hear this all the time. Oh, man, you know, I called the police and I had to wait an hour for them to show up. Hmm. And, that, you know, that could happen on occasion. But I will tell you that Florida Highway Patrol is actually pretty quick and responsive to, you know, getting to the scene of an accident and making a report. So, you know, yes, there are occasions where you may have to wait, but for the most part, they're there within the hour. Uh, at right. least that's what I hear from my clients. Yep. So yep. I think that, you know, it's a safe bet to call. Yeah. They showed up pretty fast when I had an accident a couple of years ago and they, they normally aren't, especially if you're in a you know pretty common area. Uh, for those types of uh, incidents and accidents. Uh, okay, Millie Athanason here on the Consumer Quarterback Show Law Offices of Millicent Athanason. You can also find her online, athanasonlaw.com, and, uh, of course, on our website, consumerqb.com. So, Millie, final thought back to you. Final thought is, when in doubt, please call the police at the, from the scene of the accident and report it by calling 911 it'll safeguard your interest. Absolutely. And if they want to consult with you? Absolutely. That would be at one eight three three ask millie M-I-L-L-Y, 
or 727-376-9100. And that would be at afanasonlaw.com is my website. Awesome. I like the 833-ASK-MILLY, M-I-L-L-Y, 833-ASK-MILLY. Millie, thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you for having me as always. We'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Those are great tips from attorney Millie Athanason uh, on the Consumer Quarterback Show. we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got Alex Lima in the house, Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts. Talk about self-defense, protecting yourself, your family. Uh, also a good way to get exercise and way to you know improve your health. And also maybe some of the upcoming fights, UFC fights, boxing matches uh, coming up as well here uh, with Alex Lima on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Make sure you follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram, Twitter, Gitter, and now on Truth Social as well. And, of course, our Consumer Quarterback Show page out there on Facebook. We'll be right back. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550. 813-750-0550 or ConsumerQB. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rhymes host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here. Consumer Quarterback Show powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We like to feature our listings live on air and help our sellers profit more and sell faster, utilizing our innovation with radio, TV, and internet marketing. Uh, we've got a property here at 4823 Ebtide Lane. This is a penthouse available for sale right here in Port Ritchie in uh, Pasco County, number 405, 4823 Ebtide Lane, unit number 405. And this is a beautiful property here, about 1,100 square feet. Uh, you've got a one-bedroom, two-bath property, but could easily be converted back to a two-bedroom, two-bath. And the cool thing about this this, uh, penthouse is you've got observation. You've got decks, uh, basically a 180-degree view. And the largest uh, deck that I've seen on a condo in a long time, 30 feet by 25 feet deck uh, outside. So you can throw some really cool parties, take in amazing sunsets, sunrises there. And you've got covered parking below, community pool, Gulf of Mexico access, of course, right there. And you're on the river with beautiful views of the Gulf of Mexico. Great opportunity to own real estate right here in beautiful Tampa Bay, one of the hottest real estate markets in the country. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. 
And I will give a, give a shout out to our friends over at Chad Irrigation. Victor and his team do a great job over there at Chad Irrigation. Uh, if you want to add any uh, irrigation, sprinkler systems to your real estate properties, commercial or residential, reach out to Victor and his team over at Chad Irrigation. They did a great job with our real estate properties, and they can definitely take care of you as well. All right, back here in studio, we got Alex Lima in the house, Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts. And Alex, a lot of times people take this self-defense thing a little light. You know, they're not really thinking, you know, from the criminal mindset, you know, there's, and then your average, average, uh, everyday person, you know, walking out of the mall or maybe going into a late night uh, uh, venue that's dark and it doesn't have the right lighting. What are some of the key steps that people need to take when it comes to defending themselves? I think it's an understatement that the people take it a little light, you know, that's, right. it's, it's, it's grossly um, underestimated, yeah. you know, the, the, the odds that a, an attack or some sort of violent event could happen either in front of you to you or, you know, to someone that you care about. I posted a video the other day. I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram stories about the, uh, it was a woman and, uh, and her friend, her girlfriend, they were at, uh, at some lunch, just like me and you being at lunch. And, and, you know, we're sitting outside on the patio. We decided to sit outside and we decided to bring our kids with us and, you know, we're just chilling outside and, and, and a guy hopped the fence and grabbed the little kid by the head and was trying to abduct the little kid wow. right there, broad daylight wow. in front of everyone. What state know? was that? You know, I have to look it up. Yeah. I'm, I'm not positive. I don't want you to quote me on that, but uh, um, yeah. it's, it's a it's a pretty intense video to watch. And uh, <laughs> thankfully enough, there was a bystander. He wasn't even a guy that worked there. He was a bystander that worked there and he obviously had a little bit of training. He jumped in and uh, sink, sunk in the rear naked choke and choked the guy unconscious right there. Nice. You know, save that little kid from a horrific, you know, whatever could have yeah. occurred. A lot of bad things can happen. Yeah. I mean, we, we just had Thomas King from Florida Firearms on our, our last show. And um, somehow, I, I can't remember, but I think he mentioned the number 200000 You know, $200,000 for, for a child like that. On the on the black market, on the human traffic market, and it's just unbelievable to see just the the complacency that people have not to you know to have training or at least at minimum you know carry some pepper spray or, or you know to have you know that concealed permit. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with a minimal amount of training. Yeah, it's it's super uh, sickening to me, really. I, I don't um, I don't understand it because again, I've been doing this stuff my whole life, so I don't see any other way. So I don't get that perspective, and I think right. a lot of life is perspective. They these people obviously have the perspective that hey, I don't think they wake up every morning and go, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. Right. But they, they essentially do. They wake up and be like, oh, I don't need to know any of this stuff. I'm okay. They're too complacent. Right. You know, I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day that like every time I see this girl, she asks me about training. She wants to come and train. She wants to just do the kickboxing. I go, okay, I'll work kickboxing with you if that's what you want to work. Uh, but she always tells me, oh, but I want to get a little bit in shape first. I'm like, that's ridiculous. That's like saying that you, you need to learn how to read first before you go to school. Yeah. To start learning how to read. You don't yeah, do yeah. that. You know? I guess some of the videos I post and some of the things people have seen me do personally, they think it's a little like it's too much. But you got to get in there and you got to do it. And then I asked yeah. her a question. I was like, so let me ask you this. You think you're not in shape enough to come and work out with me to start learning how to kickbox or defend yourself? What happened if if you walk out to the parking lot right now and you get attacked right now? You think you're in shape enough to fight for your life then? Right. And she goes, oh, well, that's different. <laughs> and I said, you're right. It's different. That that scenario will get you killed. My yeah. workouts will just might make you puke a little bit. But <laughs> it's, it's different, you know? Yeah. So yeah. The, the mentality is very interesting to me. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It, I, you know, one of my favorite 
mentors, Tony Robbins. I went to his business mastery course back in 2010 in Fiji, and and he he has something to the effect that uh, you know we we a lot of times we're we're overly optimistic on what we can do in one year. You know how the New Year's resolutions come out, yeah. right? But then we're we're also as humans, we are significantly we under significantly underestimate what we can do in five years or 10 years, right? Which is that slow progress over time. Compound effect. Compound yeah. effect, mm-hmm. constantly improving, competing with yourself yesterday, not the guy next to you or the girl next to you. 100%. And I believe, you know, you've heard me mention it during training sessions and stuff. I always tell people, I'm like, look, you, you need to look at yourself and be able to defeat this version of you That's six, right. six months from now. Yeah. I want to pick up on that when we come back here more with uh, Alex Lima, Black Belt Fitness and jitsu he's under online at black belt underscore jitsu online and we're gonna be right back more with alex lima martial arts and self-defense right here on the consumer quarterback show follow us online at brandon rhymes one on instagram twitter and getter and we'll be right back this is chris boss former fbi lead hostage negotiator and owner of the black swan group and you're listening to consumer quarterback show hosted by my friend brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, always helping you win in any marketplace. And we always like to feature our real estate listings here. we got a commercial property, 5602 Land O'Lakes Boulevard. This is Land O'Lakes, Florida, 41 North, kind of that north side of Hillsborough County, southern Pasco, getting into southern Pasco there. 5602 Land O'Lakes Boulevard, uh, beautiful property, great opportunity, almost seven acres here. You've got a development opportunity here for entrepreneurs, builders, and you've got water and sewer on site. The property is zone C2, uh, commercial general, and it's on Lake Helen as well, frontage on Lake Helen. And if you see the beautiful photography, if you're watching our uh, stream version on uh Apple TV, Roku, Sony, uh, you can see the uh, lake frontage there as well. Amazing opportunity for builders, developers, entrepreneurs. 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard in Lando Lakes. Listed uh, slightly over a million dollars there. Great opportunity to own real estate here in beautiful Tampa Bay. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. And we got Alex Lima in the house, Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts, Self-Defense, and um, been training with you for a while now, going on a couple years now, and I really, you know, I thoroughly enjoy it. I wish I could get in a little bit more than I than I need to. Consistency is key, as we were talking. If you build up a consistency over time, and then, yeah, you don't need to wait to be in great shape to go in. You know, get in shape uh, while you're having fun. You know, you can do boxing, kickboxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, MMA, I mean, so much stuff, and then even some good old school uh, just, just uh, you know, like calisthenics type stuff, you know, plyometric type stuff. You I'm know? all about the old school training, man. It's old school for a reason. You know, it worked. It made a lot of people champions, made a lot of people strong. So yeah. there's a foundation there that shouldn't be overlooked. That's right. Modern technology and science is cool, but, 
you know, computers fail us. So go back to the old school stuff a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you have you have uh, opportunities for people to coach or train with you and in, in coaching. Yeah, so um, I have a few slots open uh, for my personal training sessions, for my one-on-one sessions. I'm, I'm getting back now that, you know, COVID is uh, lightened up. It's pulled on us a little bit, I guess yep. we could say. Uh, I'm getting back into the uh, seminar scene a little bit, going around teaching seminars. Uh, specifically, I, I, uh, I just got the certification and have been uh, blessed by uh, one of the uh, uh, big hospital systems in, in uh, actually throughout the nation, but in Florida specifically is where I will be. Uh, teaching the uh, the staff, whether it's nurses, doctors, physicians, assistants, as well as ambulance and first responders, uh, self defense techniques for like combative patients and and people that are uh, yeah you know uh, threats that uh, you know people don't understand a, a hospital or an ambulance is a, is a high prime you know a prime target right for for attacks and and for violence yeah you know, things things happen and, and, and uh, in an emergency room uh, you know people come in they're they're high out of their mind and they're violent and they're aggressive and whether it's because that's the way they are because of a drug induced rage, you know, some sort of psychosis or something that's going on. Uh, you have to know how to attack, um, uh, you know, neutralize the threats neutralize without, without the threat. yeah. being taking it too over the top. You know, you can't just grab somebody and put them in the ICU. Cause what if it is a medical condition and right? I, and I just start just beating this guy till he stops. Right. That's going to look really, really bad in the end. Yeah. I'll probably end up doing some prison time for that. Yeah. You find out, man, you know, he, he just really needed to, you know, we need to get the drugs out of a system or whatever it may be. Right. You know? And you teach, you teach law enforcement type strategies too, which is the arm locks, and the wrist locks, yeah. Yeah, resting techniques. Those are, those are ways to, to, you know, non-violently uh, slow down the threat and neutralize. Yeah. Well, it's, it's violent obviously because it's, it's physical contact, but you can escalate or deescalate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If I, if I grab you, if you, you come at me and I grab you and I just have you in a wrist lock and I tell you to chill out, I'll ease up. If you don't chill out, I will, you know, we'll keep escalating. And then if you, you know, if you're trying to kill me, well, then I guess it's on. <laughs> right. You know? yeah. Crank it down a little yeah. bit. Yep. So talk to us about some of your, the upcoming events and, and stuff. And then some of these sponsor sponsorships, as you were mentioning, were, were really kind of growing in this area. Yeah. You know, martial arts and mixed martial arts, other, other than being like in, you know, looking good in movies, doesn't get the love that it always, you know, should have, should have received. It doesn't, it doesn't pay us uh, on the level of like other sports like football and baseball and other mainstream sports like that. Uh, but it's starting to get a lot more recognition little by little. You know, the UFC was a, played a great role in that as far as building a brand and bringing attention to this, you know, this lifestyle and this and this uh, combative art form yeah. um, that anybody can participate in, obviously. Uh, yeah. But um, there's uh, something called the ADCC, the Abu Dhabi Combat Club, which is essentially the Olympics for uh, submission wrestling, which is it's insane that curling is an Olympic sport. Which I cannot tolerate. I can't stand. But, uh, uh, don't get me started on that. Yeah. Uh, but like so, you know, human like grappling and submission—something that is so technical and just so amazing to watch. This physical chess match between two people is not an Olympic sport. So some sheik in Abu Dhabi decided, "I'm going to give this the make this the prestigious event that it should be." And yeah. For years now, by invitation only, like something out of like a video game, he brings some of the best uh, grapplers from around the world to compete against each other, and it's become a thing. So I actually have a friend of mine that's competing in the trials uh, soon. Um, and then if he makes it, he'll move up the ranks. But a guy that has the guaranteed spot in the trials, and he's essentially like, he would be considered perhaps like the, the Tom Brady of of grappling, you know, the, the best right now. Yeah. Because you can argue in football, like, oh, Joe Namath, you know, all this stuff. Like you can go for, you know, for the era. For the era right now, he's the king. And matter of yeah. fact, they call him King Gordon is, is, is uh, his fight name. Cool. But anyway, so he's got a $100,000 sponsorship, which is unheard of, uh, to, to have a logo on your shorts while you compete, um, just while you grapple. 
you wow. know, and it's and it's by uh, by Bitcoin Cash. So it's a cryptocurrency, their little sub you know category of their cryptocurrency. Yeah. So that's crazy. So crypto's huge, obviously. Yeah. It's a big thing. And uh, the sport is getting the recognition that he deserves. So he, he's making um, uh, history by doing that, getting the largest sponsorship ever in that type of event. Um, and also, he is not only competing in the tournament, but he also is scheduled for the super fight, a huge fight against a past champion yeah. that he's going to take on. So, I mean, the, the kid's just doing everything. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I love those those like MMA movies and the boxing, kind of the later day uh, Rocky type stories. And there was oh, one yeah. kind of similar to that. Yeah. That, that I watched a while back, but, but yeah, that's neat. And then I wanted to touch on too, before our time runs out, cause kids too, I think kids need to have this, you know, cause I, I just remember I was somewhat of an undersized athlete, an undersized kid. But then when I did my wrestling as a freshman, I, you know, I, I made it to state, I made it to the state championship and I, you know, USA wrestling before that seventh and eighth grade, you know, my brothers were going to tournaments all the time. But once I learned how to grapple and I learned how to take somebody down and control them, I didn't, I didn't look at, you know, somebody just cause they're taller than me or look slightly bigger as uh, you know, as, as a different threat as I would back in the day. So can you talk, speak to that, just that, like bullying yeah. and kids? Cause it just gives yeah. you a level of confidence. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not just kids too. I mean, it's just as the average person, an adult right. getting attacked, like you know, on, on average, statistically, the, the person that's going to walk up to me and try to attack me in the street is not going to be smaller than me. Right. He's going to be my size or larger. Like I, I think there actually you have me uh, sparring. That's an older video uh, with one of my light heavyweights. I mean, he's got like four inches on me and like probably like 50 pounds. Yeah. And I'm in there, you know, banging with him. Um, but that's once you have a level of training, it, it doesn't matter the size of the opponent that's in front of you. It, yeah. it's, it's just a different challenge. I'm going to approach that a different way than someone that's exactly my height and speed versus someone who's, you know, right. lar larger and more physically imposing. And that's the beauty of this of this art form is is you can take these things and, and you, you essentially walk around with this superpower that the normal people don't have. Right. People don't have because. They don't understand. They don't understand the angles that I'm using there. They don't understand the the speed and the timing that I've, that I you know or what I'm looking for when I'm in that moment. Right. You know, and I can teach those things to you. I can give it to you, but you know, you gotta you gotta be there to get yeah, it. Yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a lot of fun. I, I love it. You know, just just the, the fact that you're getting in shape. Uh, you know, you're working out. You got some some good times. You know, it's Saturday morning. Hey, get it get it yeah. in. Get get the workout in. You know. Yeah. And um, and yeah. the other thing too is like you know like normal like a normal workout regimen like someone doing cardio. If you're on the treadmill, you're going for a run. You get bored or it's getting too hard. What do you do? You stop. You're like, yeah, I'll monotonous. walk. I'll jog the rest of the way. You cannot stop when someone's on top of you trying to punch you during your training session. You at right. least got to see that round all the way through. So you're gonna you're gonna push a little further than you normally would. Right. You know, if you were on your own. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It keeps you in shape. It builds that. I mean, there's so many advantages. It builds, you know, that mental that you know that mentality. You're you're winning in that space as well. You know, I love I love Jocko Willink. You know, and I kind of uh -huh. his you know discipline is freedom. You know, discipline equals freedom. You know, he's a super huge. Uh, he's a jujitsu practitioner. He's Big a, time. He's a black yeah. a in Brazilian jujitsu. Him and Joe Rogan are like really really great friends, and they train together, roll together. Yeah. I mean, not only was he a seal, but like. He, he even says it. He goes, if I could do anything, if I can go back, start kids on anything, it would be martial arts. It would be jujitsu. Yeah. To get them started. Not started Absolutely. You know? I love like, it. Again, like you're saying, you, you know, you learn how to win under the, under pressure. Yeah. How, you, you learn a lot about yourself because you, you're, you're, you're making these decisions and fighting through under pressure. And that's life. You have right. to make decisions under pressure. And are you going to freeze up or are you going to fight forward? Right. So I've always said, I firmly believe the lessons that you learn on the mat in training and in competition will carry over into, into everyday life. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. champion on the mat and in life. I just bought his book for my uh, 
two nephews and you know mailed it to them in Orlando Good. said make sure you read this now Good. you know this had some I want good a book stuff report. in there at the end of summer I want yeah. a summary of the story that's yeah. right give me the book report <laughs> alright Alex how can, how can folks find you how can they engage with you uh, yeah, you can always call me 813-426-1588 you can email me at um, theblackbeltway at gmail.com and you can always look me up on all socials I'm not hard to find Alex Blackbelt Jones or at blackbelt underscore jitsu Got a lot of cool free video content and stuff. I get DMs all the time from people just asking me, like, I have young kids that I, you know, you never know how far your reach goes. Right. I get, like, kids from other countries even or, like, from California that, that like, ask me, like, hey, what, what move was that I did in this video? And I'll sit there and I'll take the time to talk to you and explain yeah. it to you. Yeah, yeah that's awesome, man. Because I appreciate the love that they take the time to watch. The Black Belt Way at Gmail? Yeah. The Black Belt Way at Gmail. Awesome. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming in. Anytime, my man. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to come back with uh, Fred Mew, Tampa Screens and Aluminum, longtime friend of the program. Contractor tips, things to do, things to avoid, want to look out for uh, here coming up on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Fred Muth, a.k.a. the Tin Man, on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rimes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Looking for a venue to host your next business or family event? Make it Largo Event Center. The Consumer Quarterback Show has used the Largo Event Center, and the hall and service you get is fantastic. Over 8,500 square feet of meeting space, perfect for events, expos, and trade shows. Upstairs offers space for smaller meetings and groups to include use of their lounge and game room. Plenty of room outside for car shows or food truck events and concerts. Largo Event Center is just west of US-19 on 126th Avenue. For booking and details, visit Largo Event center.com that's largo eventcenter.com or call guy at 727-776-3442 You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Got a hot piece of property here. This is some land available uh, in uh, South Hillsborough County, uh, 12631 Hobson Simmons Road. Uh, this is out east uh, Hillsborough, southeast Hillsborough County. Uh, great opportunity at uh, about 10 to 12 acres. You got available here, builder to ready. Uh, builder can come out and build some property here, build some nice homes. And you got a lot of development out there on the opposite side as well. So you got infrastructure in place. Uh, owner will also consider breaking this down into different parcels. So you've got a great opportunity here at 12631 Hobson Simmons Road in Lithia. And a beautiful property, water, power, sewer, all available on site. So attention builders, developers, prime opportunity here uh, in beautiful Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our real estate listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, going to the phone lines here. we got Fred Mew, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Hey, Fred. 
Hey, you know, Alex is a tough act to follow. I, I got to try hard here. I got to do my best to follow that act. I like Alex. He's super. Yeah. Uh, I met him a couple of times. Uh, I wouldn't want to arm wrestle the guy. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, great. Doing a great job out there helping people with their uh, self-defense and uh, definitely, definitely, you know, in the kids and the bullying. And that's a big one I see right now, especially with some of these schools. Yeah, uh, you know, it went on when we were younger, too, but we handled it differently. In today's world, there's a lot of uh, tremendous sympathy uh, placed on the victim in some cases. And in that case, the victim doesn't have a chance to defend themselves the right way. And that's kind of sad because they they miss that opportunity. And I'm sure you realize uh, what I'm talking about, talking about based, based on the days when we went. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely. We handled it a lot differently. Our our father would say, "Go back and deal with it," and you would. Yeah, that's right. Yep, things okay, uh, things so, would be different. So we got Fred so Muth here, Tampa Screens contractor tips. We always talk about we we dive into these contractor tips, things to do, things to avoid. Uh, you know, the common layperson out there they don't see things from our real estate lens and from your contractor lens. What are some of the top tips that you'd like to speak about, Fred? I've run into this quite often uh, for many years. Uh, for example, um, the customer wants a patio, say a 20 by 20, and uh, they're in the city of Tampa, which carries a lot of different setback requirements as opposed to unincorporated Tampa or Hillsborough County. And um, Concrete Man will come along, give them a great price on a slab without any consideration of setback. Mm. And of course, the twenty by twenty is poor. That they do nice work, the money's uh, the money's paid, and the contractor's gone. Then they call me out for the screen room, and there's only five feet from the rear lot line, and they want a patio with a solid roof. Yeah. It's a no go. Oh it's man, it's a no go. And uh, my my advice to anybody, especially within the city, is contact the aluminum contractor first. Even if you have right. a, a a very qualified uh, concrete man. Get with the aluminum guy first because he's going to disclose the setback issues. And, boy, you know, when you pour the slab 20 by 20 and, uh, you know, it's not a cheap slab and then you can't build the room of choice, uh, it's, you know, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's such a letdown for that homeowner. And, you know, so they just don't understand. And then these these folks aren't are now at that point. Have they they have not pulled a permit then at that point. So that's where they got caught. Well, yeah, and it, it's a gray area, Brandon. Uh, mm. In a lot of cases, you don't need to pull a permit for a regular patio slab practically anywhere. Hillsborough County, City of Tampa, Pasco, if it's under 500 square feet, unless it is destined for a screen room. So, in other words, uh, the, the, the slab can go in in January, and then the, the, the customer can begin taking bids on screen rooms uh, the following September, and, and basically, it's at that point, it's an existing slab. Whether or not it has footers is undetermined. Uh, in a lot of cases, Tampa Screens, for example, we would like to know uh, if it does have a footer. Uh, we would like to provide proof of that because we, we don't like to build the screen room on a slab without a footer. And uh, a lot of people will say, footer, footer, what are you talking about? It's aluminum. How much does it weigh? Well, we're not trying to keep it up. We're trying to keep it down in a windstorm, basically. Because I, I've seen cases where um, the slabs are four inches thick at the perimeter and tremendous winds, that screen room may rock and roll a little bit and crack the edge of the slab. And in some cases, now you've got a weakness, got a, you got a soft point, and off it goes in the windstorm. But, but that's, uh, that's advice that, that I really like to stress 
upon simply because I probably receive 10 leads a month where the slab has been poured and there's setback issues in, oh, in the city. And, and that's, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of wasted money. Uh, and in one case, we actually, um, the, the customer hired the concrete man to come back and saw off two feet of the slab so that it wasn't obnox- obnoxious looking after we built the room. And then obviously there was no footer. So he had to put the footer in underneath. So, that was about a $1,700 proposition on top of the original cost of the slab. So these, these are things I, I, you know, homeowners, please reach out to the aluminum contractor first or, or whoever would be doing the construction and pulling the permit prior to pouring your foundation. It's a, it's a very strong issue. Yeah. yeah. And if you just joined us, we're talking with Fred Muth, Tampa screens and aluminum uh, on the consumer quarterback show. I'm your host, Brandon rhymes. And, and Fred has been a, a longtime expert contributor for us, uh, probably six or seven years now going on quite a long time. And, and Fred, you know, we love these, these conversations because these are things that folks are not, uh, you know, a lot of times accustomed to asking these questions that they don't know how to ask, or they don't even know the question to ask. That's correct. And, and um, you know, some people are apprehensive about asking a lot of questions. Well, my personality is of this, where I I respect the questions more than you can imagine. Um, I put myself in that consumer's position as though I know nothing. And um, going into a project, knowing very little information about the ups and downs and, of course, the final outcome, leaves everybody at a total disadvantage, even the contractor. And there isn't a question that you can ask me that I would consider redundant or ridiculous or anything of the sort. And I do this myself. If there's a project going on at the house and uh, no matter what it is, I may think I have all the answers, but I don't have half the answers that I'd like to have until I begin to ask the questions to the person performing the work. And um, in some cases, I'll, I'll, I'll let them know that I'm going to ask a lot of crazy questions based on the fact that I want to hear if they're answered in the same direction um, both ways. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd like to know that if I ask the question differently, that I get the same answer based on the concern of, uh, of the construction. Right. And um, when I meet with, uh, with my customers, that's one of the first things that I tell them is, please, any questions going into this project, don't hesitate to ask before the job is built. I, I welcome the questions, and, and you have to listen intensely to your customers' needs, right? Because many of them um, are are unfamiliar with, uh, you know, with all of the options that are out there, and uh, consumers really should be very wary of um, oversold product in our industry. There's a lot of bells and whistles that, in my opinion, are not required. And the aluminum industry is a commission-based industry. In some cases, salespeople will, will oversell bur- um, bells and whistles that are not required just to gain more commission. And that's, you know, that's not something that I'm – I have a problem even thinking about that. When I started in this industry, I was informed uh, with the original company that I worked with, if I cannot sell the job to myself, do not sell it for our company. And I like that concept. Right, and, and I and I still look at every. Uh, you know, thir- I'm going on 30 years of this, believe it or not. I'm, and I, um, I look at every prospect the, the same way. Uh, you know, what would I do at my house if this were my house? And and right. basically, it really helps everybody. It helps me to make the sale because uh, most people they 
you know, they have a, a sense that that you're for real and that you're not trying to, you know, overtake um, uh, the project to a degree where they're not part of it or else also not trying to oversell something. And I find that most people are very perceptive in that manner. So that's usually how um, my prospect um, starts out with a customer. When I begin working with a customer, I, I want them to feel that I'm all part of this project and I, and I understand their concerns and needs going through the entire process and, and going into it. Initially, I explain the time frame right now. Right. Um, hey, you have to. And some of the other competitors may not explain that initially. And then once that consumer finds out the reality of it, that it's, it's industry wide, it's not just Tampa screens. That's right. Yeah. Um, they, they get back with us and, uh, you know, and I, I make I make uh, jokes with a lot of things that I say. And for example, the virus is almost gone. The war is almost on, and uh, the biased media is running strong. And I say that to kind of be humorous. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. But but I'm concerned if uh, you know if this if something develops um, significantly in uh, in Europe right now. Geez, aluminum products are going to slow down even more, yeah. and I'm concerned about that because because right now, right now, it's tough getting product. It's it's in a timely manner anyway. It's difficult getting product anywhere near as quick as we got it in the past. Yeah, and uh, you know as well as I do, if something breaks out, um, it, it's going to even delay things even further. That's right. Yeah, it's a challenge, and, and you know that, and like as you mentioned before, with the, uh, the 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 culture of your company, it's it's similar with our company, Keller Williams. It's win, win, or no deal. That's one of our uh, seven pillars. But um, yeah, Fred Mew, Tampa Screens and Aluminum. Reach out to them, and uh, you can reach out to the hotline as well eight one three nine one seven eighteen ninety four. Call or text the hotline if you'd like to speak to any of our expert contributors that you heard today: Millie Thanison, Alex Lima. Uh, reach out to eight one three nine one seven eighteen ninety four. Fred Muth, Tampa Screens at Aluminum. Fred, always a pleasure, my friend. My pleasure. I'll see you soon. Take care. Awesome. Look forward to it. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another and be a force for good in the community. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rhymes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.